welcome to another episode of The 19th Hole here on the Sports Insanity Network. I am your host, Mark Oldomsky Halpern, and your registered golf pro. And with me, as always, is Ross Lost His Golf Balls, Mason. How you doing, Ross? Pretty good, pretty good. And returning for her second night is the incredible, my seven-year-old, Charlotte Helen Halpern. Good evening, my darling. It's evening, sweetheart. So we're here doing Charlotte's golf terms of the week. And these two terms were picked by Mr. Mason tonight. So are you ready, Charlotte? Yes. Okay. Your first golf term for tonight is lie. What do you think in the golf world a lie means? Something bad. Something bad. Now, in Charlotte's terminology, that is not incorrect because in golf... It could be something bad because yeah, we see it on our golf scorecards sometimes. And we yeah, lie it's going to be very bad with a lie. However, in the golf proper answer would be a lie is where your ball rests after being hit. But I accept your first term easily. Now, you ready for your next one? A little bit harder. What is a par? A what? A par. P-A-R. You mean a car? No, not a car. A par. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. Well, take your best guess. Take a guess. Uh, a, um, a car. Charlotte thinks it's a car. It is not a golf cart term for a car. <laughs> However, par is when you make your your ball in the correct amount of shots you need for the hole. So when we go out and play our mini putt-putt championship, which we will be doing this summer, when you have to make it in two and you get it in two, that is called making par. Okay? So I'd like to thank my beautiful daughter, who's going to go get ready for bed in a few minutes, for coming on the 19th hole for her two turns. Charlotte, can you say goodnight to the wonderful crowd who's watching? Okay. Okay. So we had a tournament last week held at beautiful Hilton Head, South Carolina at Harbor Town Golf Links. And we had a actually a surprising winner. Yeah, that's, I don't think anyone thought he was gonna win. I was like, well, for those who weren't even watching, Jordan Steve was what his 17th tour this year or something like that. Yep. Right. Yeah, first PJ Tour win of the year because he didn't do so hot at the Masters. Correct. And he played a brilliant round. I mean, he had to go through a one-hole playoff with uh, Cantley, which that off. was that was insane. Was the one-hole playoff for the first yeah. time this year? But what's more insane is we know that Spice won, so he got first. We know Cantley finished in second. It was a seven-way tie for third place. Yeah, which was insane going into, the, going into the 18th pole. I'm getting a notification on my phone. Oh, the RBC Heritage is going to a seven-way playoff tie. It's like, are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> of course, I'm missing all of it. Right. So you have – it's like a seven-way tie for third, and you have some real notable names. Yeah, you, you really Cameron did. Young, you had Cam Davis, Shane Lowry, and Harold Varner III were all part of this – amazing three set third place run and 
Jordan Spice did something I've seen other golfers do, but not in the way he did it. He finished his round and he was tied. Right. And he went up and he was going to the clubhouse because he had to wait till everybody else finished out before he could play the playoff hole. Yeah, that's a, that's the way the rules go. Correct. So there was about three or four more holes behind him and he's walking up and there must have been about 25 to 30 kids. And mind you, not adults. This was all kids waiting for him to get his autograph. He politely, mind you, politely says to them, I have to run in. I have to wait until they're done before I leave today, meaning after my uh, claim of chance, I will come back for U25 specifically and sign. Not only did he sign for all of them, he came out immediately and signed for them. He didn't make them wait. Right. Yeah. No, I saw it. Was- he collected his trophy and then he went to the kids. This to me is something that needs to happen more in sport. Yeah. No, it really does. With it does. Golf on the tour. I mean, look, there are very, there are a lot of people in the golf world who are very generous with their time, what they do for charities. Phil Mickelson is one of the biggest that I can possibly name next to, um, God, you can put VJ Singh and Tiger Woods up there, you know, very big. But when you look at this hole in, look at this course, sorry, in Hilton Head, South Carolina at Harvard Town. It's a very challenging course. Ross, did you have a chance to look at the course? I didn't. It's, it's, it goes right. It goes left. It goes up. It goes down. It, it goes down. <laughs> it's a zigzag of a, it's a zigzag of a course. And I've had friends who live down there. They've played it. Said it's not an easy course to play. No, I have not. I have not played in Hilton Head before. So that one day I will definitely get down there because I hear it's a great course. However, the course itself is not that hard. It's not an easy course, but it's not really an overly difficult course. The par five second was the favorite hole of the entire tournament. Normally on a par five, you're not having a lot of people who are getting in for eagle. Birdie is your most viable option. Right at that point. No, I completely agree. Eight eagles on the par five second. This was the favorite hole of everybody. It plays dead straight. There is very little. There's a couple of bunkers left and right. But if you're straight in two shots, you are on for eagle. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're on. And we saw eight of them. And eight of them in a tournament is on one hole. Eight eagles in a tournament is not unheard of. But eight no. on one particular hole is absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's insane. And, and normally on a par five, Ross, we see more people getting double bogeys, getting double bogeys, and triple bogeys. Right. However, the average score was less than par. Yeah, which is more insane. birdies and eagles than bogeys and triple bogeys and double bogeys. Right. Which is definitely impressive. However, that being said, we look at the two most toughest holes were par threes, which is again unusual. However, number four and number 17 range from 200 yards down to 192 yards par threes. One is uphill, one is carrying downhill. On the par three, fourth, was absolutely ridiculous. 21 double bogeys in the Jesus. Tournament. And you ready for this? 
30 double bogeys on 17. Wow, that's insane. 51 double bogeys in a tournament on two holes. Jesus. If it was a par five, I'd understand. But not a par three and a par two. No. I mean, par twos I would love to see more of. They're not yeah, so well, many. Yeah, we'd all like to see in a par two. <laughs> but par threes, as a professional golfer, you're scoring bogey or better, you don't belong in professional golf. Yeah, really. Um, but it was a it was a nice fun tournament. It wasn't really uh, I don't want to say aired, it's not the word, it wasn't really promoted because you had a, you had maybe 10 of the really top tier professionals. Yeah, no, no, really. No, I agree with you. Playing in this round. Ross, I know you were talking to me as it was coming into the end. What do you think of Spice and Cantley? Give, give me a reaction. Spieth. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. Spieth was just playing the best of his – he definitely had definitely recovered since the Masters. He, he took a mental, a mental break and be like, take it easy. It's only the Masters. But he looked so much more relaxed than he did at the Masters. And then Cantley did not – Cantley looked as relaxed, if not more relaxed, than when he played at Augusta. You're playing a golf tournament less than a week ago after the Masters. I mean, this nev- – it's en- never-ending. You get a – Masters ended on Sunday. You have four days, and this thing started yesterday. Exactly. So First, this thing started – literally started – well, this tournament, the new one where it started the today. The new one just teed off, and it's a kind of like a match game, and we'll be talking about a very particular match game that will be coming up, but we'll get to that a little bit in a little bit. A preview. Yeah, a preview. It hasn't aired yet, but it's going to be a fun one. And Ross and I will be covering it, hopefully live. That is going to be the goal. Maybe not all seven hours of it. Yeah, because it's a long long tournament. But Ross and I will be covering, but we'll get to that in a little bit. The new tournament that's going on is almost like a match play. It's kind of a paired up. Yeah, down down in uh, New Orleans. Correct. When it comes to um, pairs games, if it's not for charity and match play, you know, for some type of thing, to me, it's not all that interesting. Yeah, That's why really. I like pro ams when there was celebrities. Yeah, no, I like, know, you know, like Happy Gilmore, you know. Yeah, no, those I like. Harder, you know, throwing uh, John Daly on the course. Yeah, I mean, John Daly is someone, as we've talked about over the last couple of weeks, he could go on any course and still drive. Yeah, he could. And still, and still drive 300 yards. And, you know, What's great about it is, what is great about it is, um, the program is for anybody. It's not just professional golfers. It brings in, you know, as I said, celebrities, you know, professional golfers, you know, but they all get paired with a talent and it's fun. When it's paired, you know, player on player, I really don't, I don't follow it as much. No, I just, I get the notifications, but yeah, it's best ball. That's really, that's it. I mean, I'll get like, I'll peek in and, I'll peek in now and then, but it's like the big ones I really pay attention to, like the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the British Open. Right. Now, there was some exciting news about Pebble Beach. Ross, you want to break the news it's, on that? They will be now hosting U.S. men's and women's LPGA and USGA for the next 26 years. What a honor. Now, I played Pebble Beach once. Basically, we're back to where it all started with the U.S. Open. Pretty much. I played Pebble Beach once, and it, it's a very challenging course. It was worth the money to go out and play, though. 
I believe I shot in the 90s. I think even low 100s, <laughs> to be honest. Well, obviously, they're going to do it not when they're having Pebble Beach Car Weekend. Obviously, not going to hit golf balls with cars in the way. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, Pebble Beach, I'll, it's like the equivalent of, uh, of playing at Yankee Stadium. And I, I hate to use the Yankees as my parallel here, but it is the pinnacle of golf. That's oh, absolutely. You know, in, in the United States, let's put it that way. If you're traveling over on the other side of the world, you got Augusta National, which is the pinnacle of golf on the west side of the world in Europe. I mean, two, uh, one course I played, I, I never had a chance to play over in Europe. One, right. day, one day I will. Bermuda, you want to play some nice pink sand beach courses? They had some nice courses. But when you're dealing with a tournament, especially as Ross said, when you're going – the masters and then four days later you've already agreed to play in the next tournament the masters is mentally trying and tiring physically as well because you're trying to set a pace which is impossible to catch up on as we saw absolutely we we saw with scotty scheffler he had that safety lead in the second round and never gave it back at that point People are trying to catch up. They're tired. They're worn out. You saw, I mean, mind you, we saw what happened to Tiger. Tiger's not yeah, going no, to. We, all, we see it happens to the best of them. Right. We're not going to see Tiger Woods play until the next major, which is, I think. The, op- the U.S. Yeah, Open. Yeah, is the Open. So Tiger's going to get to play on Pebble Beach, which he knows the course very well. So I am possibly thinking it could be a very special weekend. I no, think. U.S. Open this year is in, it's in Massachusetts. Sorry, Ross is 100% right. God, I, I get dinged for that. It's okay. Ross is 100% right. So the Brookline, the Brookline uh, golf course. Yes, Ross is right. I made that mistake. But Tiger Woods also knows that course very well, too. Yeah, that's a very and interesting course. He is going – I don't know how much Tiger Woods has left in the tank. No, neither do No one does. in the majors – Let's see what happens throughout the rest of this year. It would be a great story if he could come and win the U.S. Open. I really think, personally, it's time for Tiger to take a step back, but that'll be a talk for another another night. What I want to get into is a little bit about something Ross has brought up about a topic he wants to talk about, and we're going to have that coming up in future weeks, is we're going to have a topic called the golf book. Now, Ross and I have read many different books on golf and learning about the sport and learning about all the rules. Mind you, I've been learning since I was eight years old and I'm still learning today. Yeah, no, it's a learning game. But we're going to be bringing in some golf books over the next few weeks. You know, not seven per show. One to talk about each week to give you, if you're starting out or you're already out there on the course on a daily basis, a book that will help you improve your game a little bit. Ross Ross is learning the mini putt-putt book right now. He's got to win to get through the windmill. That's Ross's job. But it it was a great idea by Ross, and I I want to run with it. So we're going to be introducing a golf book each week. We're not going to read the book to you. We're going to give you a quick excerpt and a quick rundown of what it's about and how it will benefit you. So I definitely like the idea from Ross, and we're bringing it into the show as as a new segment. Another segment, as we talked about on the 19th hole last week, was the drink of golfers and Ross and I told what our signature drinks are but we're going to do next week 
beer favorites on the golf course. So Ross and I will be doing a little research to make sure we have the right numbers. And we're going to talk about beer favorites on the golf course. If you're out there listening and you play golf and you love beer, tell us, write to us, tell us which beer. We, we need the input. We need to know what, what you have to survive a golf <laughs> round. Then you'll get a shout out for being one of the people to write in. Anyone from SIN does not get a shout out. Let's make that clear now. No, no, v, no VPs, no president days. They don't, they don't get shout outs. They belong to the SIN. So this is only for newcomers. They get the shout out. Sorry, guys. But one thing, you know, we want to know is if there's a segment you guys want done, if there's something you want to learn more about, we want to be here to inform you. Obviously, we can talk about golf all day, Ross and myself. We can yeah, talk we, about tournaments galore. We could talk about stats. But if there's something you all want to know out there, letting us know is going to help us more and more and help us give you Absolutely. More. Moving on, we have a very, very interesting match coming up on June 1st. Ross, you want to lead us in on it? My favorite of the year, TNT, TNT or Capital One's The Match, which is a celebrity-like tournament which pairs a professional golfer with a sports athlete. In November, we had Bryson versus Brooks Kepka down in Vegas. This year, it's Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. Four and, quarterbacks in the same golf match this summer. And the cool thing is it's Brady and Rodgers. So you got the two old guys. And if you want to look at great golfers, Aaron Rodgers is someone to watch. He's really a, an impressive golfer. He really Oh, is. absolutely. I mean, he played, I think, the, the one down in, I think it was Montana, the last one he played. Okay. I think I, I there's been so many, there's been 10 of these. It's so hard oh. to keep track of them. No. And you got Tom Brady. You got the two oldest guys and the most experienced quarterbacks in the NFL playing against the two youngest quarterbacks and the two futures in the AFC, even though they already have cemented themselves, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And it will be, and it will be played at the Wynn Golf Course in Las Vegas this summer, the only and golf I'm course jealous. on the yeah. only golf course on the Strip. And do you know how much it is to play? Because we do have SIN members who are going out there if they want to spend a little bit. Uh, I have no idea how much it is to play around. $150. Woo! It's the only course on the Strip, and it is exclusive to only win, uh, uh, win visitors. Meaning you're staying at the win, you can play on the course. You're not staying there, you don't get to play. There are plenty of golf courses in Vegas. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. I want to play the wing course because if you look at golf courses out in Vegas, sand and heat really don't want to be on a course together. No. The wing golf course is set up where you have waterfalls and you have, it's built professionally. And there's been many a star who played on it. And Phil Mickelson even said it was one of his favorite out West courses to play. Right. So it's going to be fun. Not only to watch these guys battle it out, mind you, you have Brady and Rogers who are the NFC and you have Mahomes and Allen in the AFC. Now, if we put these guys in pads and let them go wild, Allen and Mahomes are going to kick their butts. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, on a golf course, them. it's totally anything's fair game on the golf course. 
Exactly. It's anybody's game on a golf course. But and what I like about when they do this is just when they have them all mic'd up, it's just the funny banter they have all right into the next hole. Well, I hope Tom Brady gets drunk and stumbles over and stuff. Throws something into the river again. Oh, yes. Oh, I couldn't believe that. But that's what makes the event fun because anything can happen on these events. Let's take a look at the pairing. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Now, Brady, we all know, has been helped along his way to play golf. He's, he's called on every professional. Aaron Rodgers has built himself like Tony Romo in the golf world. Yeah. Went out, he's played, he, he's great. He's a great chipper and he's a great driver. You know, actually, I don't think there's a part of golf that has a weakness to Aaron Rodgers. No. Just like his miraculous arm, even though this year he has no one to throw to. But that's, again, for our football podcast. But when you look at this matchup, old versus young, AFC versus NFC, what do you, what do you feel here, Ross? I feel it's going to be Rodgers and I feel it's going to be Holmes and Allen, to be honest, are going to okay, pull why? ahead. They're just younger. They yeah, they're not they're new to the game, but they just have they're hungry to win. And it's all for it's all for it's all for um for charity. Okay. So I mean it's too hard to tell what's gonna happen, but I really I'm pull I'm think Rogers and Allen are gonna win it. You mean Mahomes and Allen? I mean Mahomes and Allen. So now you get dinged. Okay, Ross gets dinged, <laughs> I got dinged one show. Hey, there we We're go. Good. It's Mahomes okay. and Allen will win my that they're my favorites to win this year. Okay. And and I tend to agree with Ross here. I I I, I like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's a good golfer. I think he will do well. Um, I just don't think uh, personally they're going to be able uh, – Rodgers, yes. I don't think Brady is going to do well enough to keep him at the level <laughs> that Rodgers needs to be to compete with yeah. Mahomes and Allen, who are two very accomplished golfers. If you look at – if you want to look at something fun – just go to Google and search Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes golf numbers. These guys drive it as far as they throw for yards in a game. Yeah, so no, they, I, they're just it's equally matched. Right. So it's it's really going to be a fun tournament. It's going to be like Ross said. It's all for charity, which makes it even better. It's going to be one of the most watched golf matches of the year, and they have said there will be some surprises. So we don't know what is going on, but supposedly there will be some type of uh, raffle or something that you can enter through ESPN or TNT to be able to join in on the fun and, uh, you know, you know, not wager your own money, but, you know, get to win prizes from ESPN and TNT, which would be fun. And plus they'll be auctioning all their clothing used uh, during that round will go to, uh, live auctions and will be signed and everything for people to get. Trust me, even I would want Aaron Rodgers golf shoes after that part. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a lot of, you know, it's funny. A lot of people ask me, you're big on golf. How much golf memorabilia do you have? You want to know what golf memorabilia I have besides a uh, Arnold Palmer uh, autograph? I have all my golf balls that I got Eagles and uh, my uh, two major birdies on a fly on. That's that's my golf memorabilia. You know, mine's zero to none, so I got to start start accumulating <laughs> a collection. And and that's the fun part about golf. You know, you don't have to be serious to play. You can go out and have fun. And you know, for some of us who can't get birdie when they only can make par, you know, 
like me, you know, I, I, I birdie eagle plenty of times. Pars are fun. You know what's better than watching though? Your friend get a plus six. Yeah. Ever, have you been, ever been on a hole where you, you finished in three and they're still hitting? Yeah, it's always fun. Oh, it's a fun time, especially when you're sitting in the golf cart, relax, sipping a beer, waiting for them to catch up because they say, I'm going to walk it today. I got to get my steps. Yeah, my old butt was riding it. So I'm sitting up at the green and he's like, I'm walking. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm waiting for him. <laughs> but we definitely are getting a little bit of feedback. We're seeing a lot of your comments that I've got sent to my email already. We have definitely had a nice amount of views for our first couple of episodes. Yeah, which I'm liking. Yeah, and please, when you see Rots and I on, stop by, say hello. We will be on every week right now. Once we get to the fall, we'll be dwindling down a little bit as we're getting to the World Series in the beginning of football. But golf will always be here, and Ross and I will be putting out the articles. You want to read some great golf articles, please go to www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com, where you can view not only Ross's blogs, my blogs from golf, but you can check out all the blogs that we have going from basketball and soon to be, if somebody doesn't get an article done by this weekend, cricket is going to be reviewed. Bill will be doing the wicket if he doesn't get another article in this weekend. And I know our Presidente Patchman is listening and we'll be conferring this with him later. That if he doesn't get another article in or log in, log in, he will be doing the wicket live. And guess who's going to be his main audience? Mr. Michael, the pun master Rifkin. And Mr. Mark Oldopsky Halpern, so he cannot back out. We will be in the room. It's almost like Impractical Jokers in a way. See, we're trying, what we want to do on this network, we want more and more of you guys to come in and write us and tell us we can put out more content. And if you guys aren't writing us and telling us what you want to hear, we don't know what you want to write. Now, if you go to our website, which I had mentioned is www.thesportsandsendingnetwork.com is full of great content from, as I told you, every different sport. We are, we have guys working on Twitter through our Throwdown, which is our basketball promotion show. They're doing a great job. They're keeping up to date. Please check them out. Please check out the Throwdown as it's playoff time. As for Ross, who lost his golf balls, amazing, and Mark Oldopsky Halpern, this is April 21st episode of the 19th hole. I want to thank you all for stopping by who have joined us. Ross, it's been another fun night. Absolutely. Next week, we're going to be coming back to you. And as I said, we will have our new segment, which will be the book segment. And we're going to have our drink segment. So we have two new segments coming in next week. So our shows will be getting a little bit longer as we go, as we get more and more content to fill with. We will keep you up to date. Please, as I said, follow our blogs, check in on us. And for myself and Ross, definitely want to say in the words of Mike, the pun master Rifkin, namaste. And in the words of our Presidente, kiss your mama because your mama loves you. Have a wonderful evening. Enjoy. 
sit back, relax, have a drink, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you very much for joining us, and good night. Good night, guys.